All right, so this episode of the of the podcast is something that I've been wanting to do for a little while, um, but it took me a little bit of time to kind of figure out how to word it correctly, but I think I got it right. So, look, um, as much as I didn't want to discuss anything having to do with uh, Jeffrey Epstein again, I think that we as a part of the public have stumbled upon some kind of construct that has essentially spilled over and has, you know, given us information on a man that clearly knew way too much and was a major threat to many people um, high up in the food chain, if you want to call it. But I'm also making this episode for the sake of clearing the air on some things, and I couldn't figure out how to say it until now, like I mentioned earlier. And I encourage everyone who thinks this is going to be like a a Jeffrey Epstein episode or whatnot, it's not going to. But I think that the recent events have kind of proved my point, literally and metaphorically, on there being a, uh, a, a an actual deep state, and a deep state long before Trump even started calling that. So, uh, calling it that. So let's just sit back and and let's um, let's break everything down that's happened in a sort of step by step order, and I might skip over some things, but it's just for the sake of getting over the, you know, Epstein and just, you know, for the sake of highlighting the main points. So first off, we have Epstein's whole issue in 2006 that led to his arrest and, you know, um, his bullshit kind of jail sentence. And everyone knows about that, so I'm not going to delve into it. And then we have him essentially killing himself supposedly by suicide last year, uh, about one year ago to the time that I'm recording this. And then we have all of Epstein's close friends and what have you, being seen in multiple photographs with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and all that. And from there, we had the Prince Andrew interview, which was then preceded by the Netflix document, uh, documentary, which was extremely popular, which then was followed up by Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest. And now, what we have here is some very fucked up news that has to do with Epstein again. And it seems as though that either this guy is still haunting a lot of people, in the higher up levels of society, like he's kind of staining everyone he ever met in the past, or coincidences are just piling up and piling up and piling up. So what's happened within the last very short amount of time is that, first off, Epstein's private banker was found dead hanging from a rope. Okay, that's number one. The judge who was handed the case regarding this was shot a few days ago, and uh, she was shot at, I believed, but she survived. She's fine. I don't think she even took any bullet... uh, in any contact uh, her husband has been seriously injured and her son was murdered and by the way look in today's day and age it's very and i repeat it's very rare for anyone whether it's street gangs or organized crime or or what have you to go up against the federal judge and brutally decimate and murder some of their family members and attempt to instill fear into them right and then Within not even 24 hours of the killer who was dressed up as a a FedEx driver murdering the federal judge's son and injuring her husband, the killer himself is found dead. And I mean, look, guys, I'm not saying that the entire government is in on this and that the system is corrupt entirely. But at this point, I would go as far as to say that the system itself has a percentage of members within it that have have the, the, the kind of power and ability to orchestrate, premeditate, 
and get away with murder. And get away with murder when it serves their agenda, particularly when it's beneficial to do so for them. And all of these events have occurred within the last 24 hours, most of them. I mean, uh, actually, sorry, the last 48 or 72 hours, depending when I'll be releasing this. I mean, look, this is a cover-up on top of a cover-up on top of a cover-up, and it stinks to high heaven. I mean, I know people, you know, they, they may want to get onto other subjects and topics, but this is something that is just, you know, brutal that I feel I need to cover. And when we sit back and we examine it from an outside perspective, what we'll find is that even though these murders and quote-unquote coincidences are piling up one after the other surrounding, in this case, Epstein, there's a very good chance that the people behind this don't care how public it becomes because the, the real people behind this have insulated themselves in such a way that they know they're going to get away with it, right? It, I mean, the same, like, you know, mafia-like mentality is behind this, as it always has been since humans became, you know, uh, self-centered and power-hungry creatures. And look, I, I don't want to have to be covering an Epstein story every other week here, but I decided to go forward with this for one simple reason, and that is because of the fact that so many offsets have been taking place within a, such a relatively small amount of time. I think that what's going on here is, in fact, a perfect example of the deep state and what length certain people will go to in order to protect their freedom and their self-interest. Now, let me also be clear that when I say the deep state, I'm not referring to the president's gimmicky kind of use of the word, like when, when Trump says, I'm, I'm not referring to that. I'm, I'm referring to the corruption that exists above the threshold of regular citizens and people. And I think that ultimately what we're witnessing is a, a demonstration and execution of that exact power taking place right here and right now in front of our eyes. And so I think that People have to, I, I want people to see, and I'm not saying that I see everything. I hope, I certainly hope other people can point things out for, uh, for me too and show me things I didn't know that I didn't even cover in this episode. But I think that what's very important is that people see that what's happening right now with Epstein, and I'm just using him because it's a perfect example, is that there's a constant attempt to cover up any secrets that he had with these, with these elites and these higher-up people. And I find it incredible that certain people either don't want to see it or they just can't comprehend or understand that there is this group and this loosely organized set of people that I would imagine that is trying to cover this kind of stuff up. Right, and I don't care if it's just as simple as Epstein has tapes on, has you know tapes on them doing stuff like you know cheating on their wives. It, it's not about that. The point is, is the lengths that these people will go to, in order to cover up these things and preserve their reputation. And so, even though I don't plan for this episode to to be a long one compared to others, I just want to say that this goes exactly right back to what I've spoken about in my blog and what I've spoken about in previous uh, podcast episodes, along with what I will be speaking about in the future. And so I think that the more and more things tend to come to light, the more we notice that conspiracy theorists don't seem to be that far-fetched and that crazy as we may have thought in previous years. I mean, yes, there will always be people that are frauds and continue to thrive off of the fraudulent nature of excitement. But ultimately, I think that this Epstein situation, for example 
along with a handful of other ones, by the way, has really showed us that we cannot rule out anything at this point in time. And without completely, you know, uh, changing the subject entirely, let me also say that I stumbled across a photograph that listed all of the mysterious deaths that have occurred around the, around the Clintons. And I will say that, look, after I spent hours and hours of research looking into these deaths and do, doing at least my best to, you know, validate and ascertain the veracity of the murders that were described in the photo, it's starting to really make me think that for as much good that these higher-ups and elites, I mean, at least seem to do for the betterment of the world, their deviousness is far worse. I mean, look, I personally went from laughing at the Clintons having people murdered just under a year ago, all the way to realizing that some funky shit's happened around them more than a few times, okay? And that just scares the shit out of me. And it doesn't scare me that these theories are possible, but it scares me that they're in fact plausible, okay? Because anything is possible, but there's a difference between possible and plausible, now, let me also say that for all of the super far-right people that tend to use some of this potential truth behind the Clintons to kind of just add fuel to the fire, you know, to their made-up lies and their bullshit, that I still don't believe in what those guys say either, right? Like the whole Pizzagate thing. I'm, I'm not so sure that, you know, the Clintons ran a child sex trafficking ring out of a pizza parlor, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure about that. But to say that they've had, you know, X many people murdered and that they've done some pretty devious things... I wouldn't put it past them. And I'm not saying that this particular picture with all the murders, you know, changed my mind. But it kind of opened my mind up a little more to realizing, look, it, it's, a, it's a simple photograph that pretty much summed up all of the, the mysterious deaths surrounding the Clintons from the, I believe, the 80s up until recently. And so sometimes I think that's all it takes to kind of just, but again, you have to research and validate it. You can't just look at the photo and say it's true, right? But at the same time, I think all it takes is sometimes is someone just needing to compile a list of events, right? And then kind of throw it into one, you know, big spider web, so to speak. And so I think that this all comes spiraling back to one of the points I've been trying to make, which is that, and I've made this in previous episodes, when it comes to politics and the deep state and all that, the presidency is not the highest level of government. There's this kind of shadow government, I think, in various forms, which remains under wraps, and the loyalty within that shadow government is strictly amongst the members that are within it. And, you know, the, the, the uh, any, any amendment, the, sorry, the Constitution doesn't apply to them, nothing, right? The, the laws, the rules don't apply to them, none of that. And not every single congressman or politician is involved in this for the simple fact that it would become far too leak-prone for people outside of their trusted circle to just start coming in and being involved, especially when people on the outside have no purpose in being involved with this, you know, shadowy style government to begin with. And so I think that cover-ups, whether they're loosely organized by a handful of people within a, a, a select branch of government, or whether they're more of a structurally organized set of plans that, you know, begin to take place in a very suspicious sort of manner. I think it exists. And I can't exactly comment on the exact structure of how this would work because I simply don't know. But if I had to guess it, um, it would be organized in one of the ways I just mentioned either, you know, loosely organized or a little more, sm a smaller group and more tightly knit. And so 
I think that there's going to be a lot more information coming out like this, whether that has to do with Epstein or someone else or whatever. I think it doesn't make a difference, okay? I, I'm using Epstein again because he's the prime example. But ultimately, the way in which many of these actions are executed remain, at least to me, to be very fluid and very consistent with the way in which a lot of this is carried out. And so I think that whether this is a form of psychological warfare, which I doubt, I don't think this is a psyop. I think this is someone just publicly, you know, having people knocked off the, the, the board, so to speak, in order to preserve their, their status and their power and their, you know, their agenda and what have you. Um, I think that a lot more is going to be coming to, to light down the road, not just with Epstein, but with many other uh, people and, and things. So stay tuned. Thank you.